less than an hour away from where I am sitting at this moment in Southern California. There has been a shooting in San Bernardino, several are dead, and police are seeking anywhere from one to three suspects. The hunt for those one to three suspects is still taking place in uh, Santa Bernardino and near and around San Bernardino, California. There was a center for people with developmental disabilities where as many as 20 people were shot today. Now, I am being told by local authorities that it really wasn't the Development Disability Center, but the conference center that is next to that where people rent out uh, rooms. SWAT teams and the bomb squad were working to clear the buildings where the shooting took place. There are multiple casualties and confirmed casualties, according to San Bernardino Police Spokeswoman Sergeant Vicky Cervantes. The shootings were in the conference center, which is at the Inland Regional Center. If you could see it, there's two big buildings, multi-level, four or five stories, and the conference center is actually not the center where the people with the disabilities uh, go to, but rather a conference center that people rent out. We have not been told um, uh, other than what they believe, according to the center's executive director, and I heard her uh, and saw her on television before I came on the air over an hour ago, Lavinia Johnson told CNN that she believes that the county department of public health, so the San Bernardino County Department of Public Health was having a holiday party there. She said the fire alarm went off in her building and people began to evacuate, but then the order came uh, to stay in place. Later, police came and took people out of their offices. Now, we have a a lot of information we're going to share with you, but we've asked to join with us, and he's been great to be available uh, last minute, Matthew Heron. Matthew retired from the FBI after 23 years as a special agent, culminating as chief of the FBI's organized crime section. He directed both the domestic and international initiatives against multiple organized criminal enterprises. He was assigned to the FBI's New York City field office as an assistant special agent in charge of the criminal division and he is also a veteran of the u.s marine corps uh matthew thank you for your service sir thank you for your service in the fbi as well as the marines and for joining us this afternoon we appreciate you taking the time thank you leslie appreciate it matthew some uh, people have said that because if it is in fact three and the choice of the location which they're calling a soft target we'll talk about that the three highways that intersect in that area the five the ten and the 215 and the the witness testimonies that there were bulletproof vests or there was some kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, some kind of a uniform, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to a mask, Um, obviously you don't have a crystal ball. And I know it's beyond speculative at this point. But because this seems to be so organized and well-planned out, mental one lone person with mental illness is not where your mind would go with this, I would imagine, with your experience. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, This is... Again, knowing what little I know, and I have actually more questions than I do answers. Uh, I've been watching the uh, the news conference uh, uh, as it's progressed. Um, this seems to be a uh, an orchestrated, well planned uh, uh, activity. That um, you know, in terms of where it happened, everything else, you know, for law enforcement, couldn't be at a worse worse place because they're responding to an active shooter situation. So they're they're going to the sound of the gunfire or to, to towards where the threat is emanating from, and you, so your your attention and your energy is focused on that, not on who might be driving out in a black SUV or whatever you know vehicle it may be. So um, it's just uh, it, it's a it's a very tough situation, but it seems to be a very well orchestrated, well organized uh, uh, activity. 
Uh, Most definitely. Now, they have been described by numerous victims as three white individuals. And um, I I say that because I know people's minds go to ISIS, Middle Eastern, you know, uh, a radical Islamist. Uh, There's been no um, indication that there was any Alua Akbar uh, mentioned. And I say that because is it possible that three white guys decided to do something and copy, if you will, what they have seen and heard others abroad do who have connections to ISIS? Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, Leslie, you cannot rule anything out. Uh, as I said, this is a well, well-planned, it seems to be well-planned uh, activity. And, uh, you know, the, the, of course, the big question is what, what's the motive? Uh, why was this place picked? Uh, what was going on there? Um, you know, there, there's just so many questions that, that need to be answered. But what is first question possible, you know, what's the motive? Is there anybody there who witnessed this? that might be able to shed some light onto what a potential motive may be. Is there uh, a particular group of individuals that they that were the, the focus of their efforts? Um, uh, you know, any, anybody, uh, you know, disgruntled uh, employees who, who may have been dismissed recently, uh, or who knows? There's just so many questions and, and so many answers that need to be, to be found out. Were you surprised that there could be up to three perpetrators at large still a and b matthew is it one of those things the longer it takes to get them the less likely it is they'll be captured uh well time time is of the essence let me put it that way leslie um and you know they they could not have been uh, from what i've seen of the 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 facility there, there's multiple uh, ways in and out of there. And as I said earlier, uh, the law enforcement response is to the event, and um, that's where their energy and their adrenaline and everything else is taking them, thinking that it's still an active shooter situation. So if these guys pulled off their, their deed and got in their car and were just driving very out very slowly and not drawing any attention because everybody's focused on the where things have happened, uh, they get on the highway. Uh, it, it it could be difficult, but uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll be in custody in, in short order, and uh, somebody will will see something. They've um, they've got to talk to these witnesses and get as much information as they can from them, and hopefully uh, talk to them um, uh, individually so that uh, you know each person can tell their own story. Because I, I know from my own experience. Uh, eyewitness identifications can sometimes be very problematic. And yeah, you may have one witness says the, the, the three perpetrators are all about six feet tall. Another eyewitness might say they're all, you know, six foot six. I mean, it's your mind and your eye plays tricks on you in a, in a traumatic situation like this. So it's, it's important that they segregate the witnesses and, and talk to them uh, as best they can uh, individually and get as much information as they can from them and try and piece it all together to see where the common threads are. When people keep referring this to a soft target, could you explain to the listeners what a soft target is? A soft target is, is, is this is an ideal soft target. It's not some place that typically has a high uh, uh, security presence. Uh, it's not something that, uh, you know, uh, is going to generate or manifest a, a huge uh, law enforcement presence or, or uh, you're not going to see a lot of guards and stuff floating around. It's like, uh, I don't know, it's... it's like somebody walking into a, uh, uh, you know, into a, uh, a convenience store and shooting the place up. It's you know, it's a soft target. There's, there's not a, there's not typically a, a huge uh, uh, security presence there, and it's, so it's easier for people to 
perpetrate something like that when they they know that they're not going to be facing uh, any kind of strong uh, response. When when individuals like this, and I say that because you've dealt with you know this type of faction. Um, well, first of all, when you, when you hear about this, Matthew. When you were working with the FBI, and even just now, that doesn't leave your blood, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, being a former Marine, a vet of the U.S. Marine Corps, does the target matter? I mean, this was a conference center. There was supposedly a Christmas party. And I say that because when we look at what happened in France, the target just seemed to be an area where there are a lot of people in an enclosed space. In other words, mass carnage. Um, This would not necessarily lead to that being that it was a county Christmas party. Yeah, if in fact it was a sort of Christmas party, that's that's the question that keeps going through my mind is why was this place picked and what is what is there is there some sort of link between the people who did this and the people who were there, whether it's a Christmas party or, or whatever. I understand from I think from what you said that uh, a number of the victims were were people from the uh, from the uh, the, uh, the disability disabled uh, or. Uh, no, no, it was the shooting was at the conference center next to. Okay. Uh, so people at first thought it was the uh, developmentally disabled facility. Now, were any of those uh, victims? Yeah, yeah, it was a holiday party Holiday party held by the uh, San Bernardino County employees, but it was uh, specific um, to, uh, I think, the uh, – let me get this uh, open again here. My apologies for this. As you know, it's very fluid. Um, uh, they're, they're saying that it was the Department of Public Health within San Bernardino County's holiday party. Yeah, I would, I would be, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm not telling, you know, saying anything that I'm sure the, the, uh, the authorities out there haven't already thought of. But what is, you know, what, why was that location picked? Yeah, obviously, it seems to be obvious that it has something to do with the event that was going on there. So, you know, you got to, you know, you got to work from there. At least that's one aspect of it. Because the first thing that went through my mind is, it's uh, God forgive me, but I thought, you know, I, I, I heard developmentally disabled, and I thought, okay, it's somebody who went off his meds, right? That was the first thing I thought. Uh, and I'm here, like I said, less than an hour from where this is taking place. Uh, then I thought when I heard um, – when I heard about the conference center, it could be one, it could be two or three, and I thought disgruntled employees. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, you can really stoke the flame, especially if somebody got handed their pink slip before Christmas. They're all sitting around with, you know, booze. They've got guns. But then again, it was too orchestrated. And that's another thing, Matthew. Is it odd to not be able to know, is it one, is it two, is it three? Because we're hearing one, two, or three perpetrators at large. Yeah, I originally heard one uh, like you. I just, um, you know, I got home this afternoon and just happened to turn on the news and saw the breaking story. I've heard one. I've heard two or three. It, three seems to be the common number that's being passed around uh, lately. Uh, but you know, somebody somebody who's from uh, developmentally disabled is is uh, not going to go off their meds and you know orchestrate something as as right, right. organized as this is. I mean, this this is a very well. Uh, you know, well thought out, uh, well planned event. Now, it could have been well thought out, well planned in a relatively short period of time. Uh, you don't need months to figure something like this out. But um, you know, there's got to be. You got to look at who was there, and you know, for that particular event, and what's what is their connection to whoever did this. And I, you know, the first thought that comes to mind is, is to start looking at, you know, as you said, disgruntled employees, um, or is there, you know. Uh, Someone who's, or know, is there an ex-wife who cheated on somebody in that building? Or is there is there someone who fe- who feels that the uh, 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 
Department of Health people somehow did them wrong. Uh, but would, would, would it, Matthew, in your experience, be such an organized and well-orchestrated uh, attack if that's the case, if there's a connection to this particular uh, department, the public safety, the public health, excuse me, division uh, within San Bernardino County? Right. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. This this was not a, a you know random spontaneous act. Obviously, uh, I said it's it's been thought out. It was planned. It was executed with some precision. And even you know even the the escape, uh, assuming that it was in the black SUVs they're talking about, uh, you know was was done you know with some forethought because they didn't jump in the car and go pell mell out of there. They just kind of drove off. You know apparently you know very casually while all the law enforcement is responding to the building the perpetrators are are just you know casually driving out and and heading to the highway yeah because this particular department uh, they work to prevent epidemics spread of disease protect against environmental hazards prevent injuries promote and encourage healthy behaviors. I mean, you know, there could be a million links to this. When we come back, we'll continue more with our guests. We're going to be taking your calls as well. You can weigh in. You can speculate. You can tell us what you thought, what's going through your mind, questions you have, and questions for our guest. Pick up the phone and join us, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Matthew Heron, retired from the FBI after 23 years as a special agent, culminating as chief of the FBI's organized crime section. Uh, He has worked both with domestic and international initiatives against multiple organized criminal enterprises. We're discussing the San Bernardino shooting. Uh, They're saying 14 dead is the uh, latest death toll. Uh, Others injured and police are seeking from one to three suspects still at large. He was also a member, our guest of the U.S. Marine Corps. We'll talk with him, retired uh, FBI special agent who was chief of the FBI's organized crime section, Mr. Matthew Heron, uh, right after this. Pick up the phone to join us, 888-6LESLIE, 888-6. 653-7543. Glad Matthew could be with us this afternoon and you as well. When we come back, more with him, more with you. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Retired from the FBI after 23 years, special agent culminating as chief of the FBI's organized crime section. Matthew, thank you for holding and uh, welcome back. Um, this is uh, Mark. What did you say, my executive producer? The 350 mass shooting. Yeah, th- this- sorry, 352nd mass shooting this year, and they consider that statistically when four or more people are shot. Okay, four or more. Okay, and this was at the current time. Last number we're hearing is 14 uh, fatalities. Um, Matthew, you worked with the FBI. There are a lot of people out there who have a lot of opinions in this country and other uh, other countries uh, with regard to guns. And I, and I bring that up because online I'm just saying tweet after tweet of this was a gun-free zone, which we have not established yet because other people had said that wrongly about the last mass shooting. Or was it the one before? There's so many we lose track. Matthew, as a uh, chief of the FBI's organized crime section, um, do you think if, in fact, this was a gun-free zone, that matters? Or do you feel that has nothing to do with why the target was selected, whether these are uh, terrorists or not? Yeah, if it is, in fact, a gun-free zone, it, it could potentially matter because the perpetrators are, 
are relatively confident that they're not going to uh, face any kind of uh, lethal response uh, while they're doing this. But it also could be because that place is easy in and out and there's three highways easily accessible, correct? Or if if they targeted the place because of a, 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 a beef with that specific department within the county or a person who works there, then that's a whole different ballgame. Absolutely. Now, I'm, I'm a little confused with this, and, you know, maybe you can, uh, you know, help me with this. But the um, police said the shooting appears to be domestic terrorism. But then the chief... Jared Bergwan of the San Bernardino Police Department said, quote, we have no information at this point to indicate this is terrorist related in the sense that people may have been thinking. Why do we have cops saying it appears to be domestic terrorism? And then the chief of the San Bernardino Police Department pretty much contradicting what they said. Well, uh, you know, in a situation like this, I mean, you know, people are going to be reaching out for their sources. I'm, I'm talking about people news media reaching out for sources or, you know, people in law enforcement they have relationships with. So, you know, one person may say A, another says B. Uh, you almost you know, have to rely on, you know, who is the uh, designated spokesperson. And in this day and age, it's very easy to uh, start thinking automatically, this is going to be some sort of terrorist-related incident. But, you know, I would caution people not to be too quick to jump to that conclusion because it's just too early to say. Um, we're going to uh, take a break. And, uh, Matthew, thank you uh, for being with us. We're going to have Matthew again, and we're going to take your calls coming back. When we come back, we're going to play um, a portion of what the president had to say uh, regarding the um, California shootings in San Bernardino and the ongoing manhunt for one, two, or three perpetrators. We'll be back right after this. I'm Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. in just a moment getting your reaction to the san bernardino county uh shootings now we don't know if there's one two or three uh suspected perpetrators and i say that uh because that does make a difference big difference if it's one person it could be somebody cuckoo it could be somebody who's a disgruntled employee it could be somebody who's an issue with somebody who was at that conference center next door to uh, the Inland Regional Center for those with the developmental uh, disabilities. Uh, We have a lot to do uh, in this hour. We want to take your phone calls, um, and uh, we definitely, uh, you know, we we, we definitely want to, uh, you know, speak with you. Uh, But first, here is what President Obama had to say uh, to uh, we, the Uh people. Mr. President, it appears there's been another mass shooting in California. What do you know? Well, we don't know that much yet. It's still an active situation. FBI is on the ground uh, offering assistance to local officials as they need it. Uh, it does appear that there are going to be some casualties. And, uh, you know, obviously our, our hearts go out to the victims and, and, and the families. The one thing we do know is that uh, you know, we have a pattern now of, of mass shootings in this country that uh, has no parallel anywhere else in the world. And there's some steps we could take, not to eliminate every one of these mass shootings, uh, but uh, to improve the odds that 
uh, they don't happen as frequently. Uh, common sense, gun safety laws, uh, stronger background checks, you know, and you know, for those who are concerned about terrorism, uh, you know, some may be aware of the fact that we have uh, a no-fly list where people can't get on planes, but those same people who we don't allow to fly could go into a store right now in the United States and buy a firearm and there's nothing that we can do to stop them. Uh, that's a law that needs to be changed. Uh, and so, uh, you know, my hope is is that um, you know, we're able to contain this particular shooting and, and uh, we don't yet know what the motives uh, of, of the shooters are. Uh, but what we do know is, is that there are steps we can take to make uh, Americans safer uh, and that we should come together in a bipartisan basis at every level of government to, um, to you know, make these rare uh, as opposed to normal. We should never think that uh, this is uh, something that just happens in the ordinary course of events because it doesn't happen uh, with the same frequency in other countries. Uh, that's true. And some people thought he was crazy to say that, you know, in France. It, listen to what he said. It doesn't happen with the frequency that it happens here. I read that Americans are buying a record number of guns for Christmas. I want you to be clear on this. This is not about taking your guns away. This is about a reality, facts, and figures. Right now in 2015, more Americans have guns than ever before. And in 2015, we have had more mass shootings than any time in our nation's history. So if you think arming everyone is the answer, then how come that statistic does not prove your philosophy to be true? Well, let's go to the calls. I want to give you some updated information. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, the suspects were armed with long guns, according to Police Chief Jared Bergawan. He said these people came prepared. They were armed with long guns, not handguns. Most of the victims were centrally located in one area of the facility. Police did not exchange gunfire with the shooters, he said. He said, quote, at this point, I know one of your questions is going to be, is this a terrorist incident? He said, I will tell you right now, we do not know if this is a terrorist incident. And that's Assistant Director for Los Angeles's FBI office, David Bowditch. The shootings were not at the Inland Regional Center. They were at the Conference Center at the Inland Regional Center. It's actually a separate uh, building. The center's executive director, Lavinia Johnson, told CNN that she believes it was the San Bernardino County's Department of Public Health that was having a holiday party there. Uh, they, they said the fire alarm went off in her building around 11 a.m. Pacific time. People began to evacuate, but then the order came to stay in place, and later police came and took people out um, of uh, their offices. Uh, let's, uh, there have been at least 352 mass shootings in the 336 days of this year. You hear me? We are 336 days into 2015, and there have been 352. In other words, that's like a, that's almost that's that's more than a mass shooting a day. That cannot be ignored. People are saying this was a gun-free zone. We do not know that. Uh, we don't. We do not know that. San Bernardino County does have conceal and carry permits, as most uh, counties do in the state of uh, California, and certainly the state has that as well. Uh, so let's take your calls: eight 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 six Leslie, eight 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 six five three seven five four three. 
is uh, the number. Let's start it out with Josh patiently holding in Colton, California, line three. Uh, Josh, uh, thank you for calling us. Josh, your parents used to work at that very center, correct? Uh, Yes, correct. They recently retired from there about a year ago. Okay. Tell us about the center. Some people don't fully understand what a developmentally disabled individual is or center is, and this really wasn't the center, but the conference center uh, across the way or next to it when you look at the uh, the actual footage, uh, the wide shot from uh, the helicopter that, that have been stopped, by the way. The, the uh, police wanted those shots to be stopped, and I agree. It's geared the living you-know-what out of me, and people would say, my daughter texted me, she's locked in her office. I'm like, dude, do you know if somebody's still in the building? Shut up. Anyway, Josh, uh, tell us what kind of work your parents did and what, what that center was for, the kind of people that would go to that center. So there are people that do come to the center, but a lot of the teachers that work there do in-home services, so they're not there 100% of the time. They come in in the morning, and they get messages and appointments, and then leave to go to the disabled person's home and work with them there, which probably in this case was a good thing. There's less people at the facility. But for this to be specifically targeted not a lot of people know what the regional center is unless they're specifically looking up. But it's not the center services. now, so we can be clear. The conference, mm-hmm. uh, the conference center, which they rent out to non-people uh, that are not a part of that actual center, such as the county of San Bernardino was renting it out allegedly for Correct. the public health division Christmas party. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and quite frankly, there probably would have been more casualties had they gone into the center. There were more people in that building than the conference center, which is why some people are scratching their heads as to this target. Mm -hmm. The conference center is in the same vicinity, though. It's in the facility. Correct, correct. It's one giant building. So in order to get in there, you have to go through a central location. Oh, you do? Because from the air, it doesn't look that way. uh, But that's interesting. Okay, so you do have to go through one. It's a giant building, but there are other... Uh, colleges and campuses around this area. So for this to be specifically targeted by, you know, if it was a terrorist thing, seems very odd to me, knowing that there are many universities near this place. And there are also, uh, without being terrible, but I mean, a couple of things. One, most terrorists blow themselves up when it's all over. And uh, in addition to that, because they like that idea, that's part of jihad, by the way, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, radical jihad. Uh, In in addition to that... um, this would not gain mass carnage. No, there there's three college campuses within you know five miles of this location. Did so you talk to it, your parent, Josh? Did you talk to your parents who both used to work at the center who've retired from there since this took place? Is taking place. Today? I have. I just talked to them this morning. We do have uh, people that we know that still do work in there, and our office is in that building. Uh, that person happened to be at a in-home visit at the time, so they okay. weren't at the location. Uh, Josh, what what have your parents said? Do your parents find it odd that anywhere on this site or this facility would be targeted, or did they have any thoughts? I know it's purely speculative. They do because it's such a it's such a specific thing that that facility offers. Really, in home supportive services for hearing impaired, deafness, you know, cerebral palsy, things of that nature. So to go there specifically target those people is very odd unless you you know had a disengagement for maybe lack of services or something like that, which does happen occasionally if services are denied. Uh, My husband just texted me. The hospital my husband is operating at today has been placed in lockdown. Loma Linda. 
Uh, no, right. my husband is actually uh, not. Uh, I'd, I'd rather not just say on the air just because his oh, kooks out there. The, it's not Loma Linda, though. Loma Linda is one of the uh, three hospitals in that area, Josh, as you know. Uh, there's uh, San Bernardino, I think, county or community hospital. Uh, there's also Arrowhead, I think, regional. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there is Loma Linda, but there are other hospitals. My husband is at one of those other hospitals that's on lockdown, and that's interesting because that is 30 miles west toward Los Angeles. So if they are on lockdown, one might conclude that police have reports of those perpetrators heading the direction I'm sitting, quite frankly. That's shocking. That, yeah. That's shocking. But it does make, you know, the 10... Well, it's not only close, shocking, so. but, but uh, ISIS uh, made threats uh, to different places. And according to the Los Angeles police this morning, Los Angeles was one. And if they're heading west, they're heading to downtown Los Angeles. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's frightening. Uh, Josh, anything else? Uh, no, that was it. Thank you. All right, Josh, thank you. And I'm so glad your parents are safe and everyone that you know there. Thoughts and prayers to you and everyone. And thank you for taking the time to join us and to hold. We're going to be back. Uh, we'll take more of your calls. And uh, don't go away. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. I've just been told by a producer at um, Fox News Channel that the getaway car was found in Pasadena, California. Um, I guess most people know. Um, I live there, and my kids go to school there, so hopefully they get these people quickly. My husband is uh, operating at a hospital that's in lockdown. Um, what did you say, Mark, over how many schools are in lockdown? All 70 schools in the district are on lockdown. 70 schools, and that's that district. If they, they, this is a different county and district in Pasadena um, if, in fact, that um, if uh, that is the situation. Um, <clears throat> let's continue with the calls, and we'll talk about this. Uh, let me give you uh, the latest, um, just to let you know, um, it, it, and uh, let me see here. Uh, we have uh, the New York Times is uh, doing updated uh, updated um, feeds. The police chief said, quote, they came in with a purpose. Uh, he gave a news conference this afternoon. Chief Gerard Bergwan of San Bernardino's police department said at least three gunmen were still at large. They came prepared for what they did and they were on a mission. 
He said they came in with a purpose. They came in with the intent to do something. He said the gunman used long guns, not handguns. None of those guns have been recovered from the scene. He said the 14 dead had been found in a central location, but that it was not known whether they had been singled out. So they were found in a central location. He said dozens of people have been injured. At least 14 people have been hospitalized with significant wounds. Dozens more had minor injuries. He said maybe they fell down or something in the chaos. A search is continuing for more victims. Bomb experts are investigating items. Those items that they had um, said looked weird are still immediately not identifiable. They're using a robot to do that. Um, They uh, say uh, at first the police said it appears to be domestic terrorists, and then the chief said no information that this is terrorist-related, as people have been thinking. Uh, The president was sitting down for an interview with CBS News, and we played that earlier uh, when uh, the news of the shooting interrupted him. And after being briefed about the shooting by his Homeland Security Advisor, Lisa Monaco, he returned to the cameras to express condolences for the victims and to once again remark that legislation could reduce the chances of such shootings uh, recurring. Uh, Right now, we are being told that there are at least 14 people dead uh, in that shooting, another 14 injured. And also the FBI's Los Angeles office and the assistant director there, David Bowditch, says we do not know if this is a terrorist incident. He said the shooters were dressed in equipment suggesting they were prepared. Uh, Motive still unknown. They have no new information at this point and none to indicate it was terrorist related in the sense people have been thinking and the sense would be like, you know, radical Islam, jihad, ISIS, that type of thing. Um, He calls it domestic terrorism. Now, that doesn't mean it's terrorist. Many people feel the shooting in in, in Colorado Springs at Planned Parenthood was also domestic terrorism. Um, and um, uh, there is a, a very lengthy list of uh, mass shootings in America, almost one per day. Just absolutely horrific. Let's continue with the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is uh, the number. Let's go to Maria next in California, line four. Maria, thank you for joining us. I saw you posted on Twitter um, you, like me, live in Southern Cal. You were just in San Bernardino, California, earlier today, correct? Yes, I was. I actually drove by there because I go out to supervise a teacher. So I drove by there this this morning. Um, I don't then, want you. I don't want you to have to give your exact location. But how far would you say you are from that location currently? Uh, right now, where I am, I'm probably about uh, 50 miles from there. Are you still in San Bernardino County? I'm still in San Bernardino County. What, uh, what, is, what, is the, what is the mood and the conversation like from those around you, Maria, there in San Bernardino County, the county where this uh, took place? And obviously there's still a, a hunt uh, for these individuals. There is a, a sense of worry. It, it brings back the, the memory of, uh, if you remember, several months back about Christopher Donner when nobody could find where he was. Um, so this is another one of those that if you, until the, the people are found, everybody is on edge. Uh, most definitely. What are what are people talking about and thinking? Do they fear this is terrorist related? Are people thinking that maybe somebody was angry at the county and somebody, or you know, something regarding that department, the public health department? You know, the conversations I've had, people thought it was somebody being angry, but then when the news came and it says it was up to three people, uh, the conversation switched. It, it was no longer 
uh, uh, one person being angry. It was more like a terrorist action. Uh, because, and most people feel that because it was so organized, orchestrated, and because right now they believe there were three perpetrators as opposed to one person. When it's one, we think, oh, it's just somebody who lost their mind, that's right? That's correct. If it's one person, we'll say, okay, it's one person angry or perhaps somebody who lost their job or perhaps somebody whose family uh, is in a bad place. Uh, but when three people show up, and, and very well dressed, ready for action, and uh, and this disorganized um, 20, 28 people that we currently know, uh, 28 people that went off to work or went off to whatever their business were, and 14 of them are never returning. Um, it, it just does not sound like um, somebody upset at a job because now they have taken lives. Um, I, you know, I have to say that I work in the media and I talk, I, I'm, I'm in the bubble, as uh, my producer would say, because most people don't pay attention to the news as much as I do simply because this is what I do for a living. And I, I'm bringing this to your attention, Maria, because when I was listening to the, you know, play-by-play report, if you will, coming into the radio studio from uh, Fox, the TV studio, and, and, you know, living in Southern California, in Los Angeles County, working in L.A. County, my kids go to work in L.A. County, my husband goes to work, my, I go to school, my, kid, my husband goes to work in San Bernardino County. Um, it's, you know, you just feel like, you know, I'm driving and it's, you know, 68 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, beautiful blue, fresh air, not the, you know, stagnation of the summer heat. And I remember driving into my studio and, and getting out of the car and and just being overwhelmed with emotion because this is so close to home. And now it's getting closer to where my children and I are, and that makes it very frightening. Uh, do you do you feel that way, uh, Maria, because yes. we're here? Yes, I do. I do feel that way. Um, you know, California is that, they call it the golden state, and now it is gradually becoming one of those, you know, it's becoming that place that you now have to look over your shoulder. Um, it's not that free state anymore that you can get in your car and go wherever you, you like. You can take the roof off uh, the top of your car and drive. Uh, you can actually uh, walk the street. And with things like this, it, it makes you stop and think. Oh, no, it a- absolutely. I'm out of time, Maria. Be safe. Be safe in all places are locked down. A lot of places are on lockdown. Thoughts and prayers to all of those families. There are at least 14 that are going to have to bury their loved ones this week. And thoughts and prayers to those officers throughout Southern California who are trying to seek these murderers out and pray that they find them. I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back tomorrow.